Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? We're off and running on a Wednesday edition of the Lombardi Line alongside former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Stormy Bonantoni with you. We're coming to you from coast to coast as always. Michael out of his office in Jersey. I'm right here at Circa Resort and Casino downtown Las Vegas. Got so much to get to over the course of the next two hours. A number of injuries to update as we always do on a Wednesday. Get some of those reports out there. We're just a day out from Thursday night football. A number of three and three teams we want to analyze to see if they are on the up and up or the downward spiral and it's why not Wednesday so you know we got some long shots that we're going to throw your way and see whether or not they might be worth buying in Michael how are you today what's going on my guy I am good I am doing very good you know it's a good week I'm going to try to keep up with all these injuries less yes. games to kind of get ready for but it's still good I'm excited to see what happens and who plays and who doesn't play uh, you know these injury reports are always interesting to kind of manipulate I thought the line you know, and just specifically Jacksonville, the line when this morning was back down to one, which makes it seem like Trevor Lawrence will play. The line was three yesterday when we were on the show. Now it's one. Yep, that's one we'll continue to keep an eye on. But Trevor Lawrence, of course, talking to reporters yesterday, said he feels optimistic that he's going to go despite it being a short week. So we'll discuss that game uh, more at length in, in just a little bit, Michael. But with all these teams on by, it seems like a natural point for the quarterly NFL owners meetings. And we did see the news today that Roger Goodell officially has been extended to 2027. A very lucrative deal. We well, we don't know the specific numbers. It's expected that his contract is upward of $60 million a year I don't even know Michael I've never asked you like what are your general feelings on Goodell as commissioner and how he's done the last you know 17 years well I mean he's been obviously one of the best commissioners in all of sports the popularity of the game has grown tremendously the value of the franchises has significantly risen I mean, the Washington football team just sold for 6.05 billion Denver sold for 4.5 billion I mean, why does that happen? Because the league is just so, everybody loves the league. The ratings are good. The, the ability to reach all the global world. I mean, we're playing in Germany, playing in England. 
you know, you, you know, look, he, he deserves a ton of the credit. I mean, he deserves a ton of the credit for the game being able to grow and put wealth, more wealth into these owners' pockets. And ultimately, that's who he works for. He works for those 32 owners. Yeah, and like I said, his new deal will go through March of 2027. That'll have him at 21 years in the role. This is expected to likely be his last extension in this position. Um, But speaking of how the game has grown and playing in other countries, unfortunately, the NFL will not play in Mexico next year. This was another thing that came out of the league meetings with um, Estadio Azteca undergoing renovation. So they're exploring either Spain or Brazil as another potential option. Other items discussed at the meetings um, and they approved a change of the interview procedure for coaching vacancies, banning those in-person outside candidate meetings until after the divisional round of the playoffs. They're looking at the tush push. Don't expect a rule change there. They're considering eliminating the hip drop tackle as well, which I wanted your opinion on from that standpoint, because the league says that creates 25 times the injury risk compared to a standard tackle and also continuing research on those playing surfaces and seeing what they can do to make things more uniform around the league yeah i mean look uh, the, i don't you know i don't know how they're going to handle the the hip tackling because you know the one of the things that they i don't know what they expect some of these players to do when when they get you know like the other night i forget it was like what did you expect him to do when he went in there and tackle i think it was curse got called for a penalty you know and you're just like wait, wait a minute the quarterback was you can't stop your body just because he starts to slide you know like, to me, there's some of those that are just ridiculous, but it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Look, we saw Bo Jackson go down with a hip, one of these kind of tackles mm-hmm. and ended his career. So if it helps in that area, I'm all for it. But I don't know how they're going to police it. I don't know how they're going to re- officiate it because we haven't been able to get any of that officiated properly. I mean, officials in general have been a big problem. So maybe that's what Goodell needs to do. You got this new money. You got this new contract. Let's have a call with officials. Let's get things set and figured out because it's it's been pretty atrocious. Like even the Monday night game, Michael, we saw 20 flags on the field. It was just yeah. too much, too much, too much. Well, you know, whatever you can get, you know, you got, you know, Scott Novak was doing the Jets game. He's going to throw his flags. You know, you got some guys <laughs> that just love to do it. I mean, they just they think people come to watch them. And I get it. You know, I get it if you see a call, you know, that you see a holding call at the point of attack. I get that. But some of them, you know, like they don't even understand. Like I could like when a defensive player gives himself up and a, and a big man tackles, it almost looks like he tackles him. You can't call holding on that. The guy was giving himself up, yet they do. And I know it's it's the hardest job, the uh completely thankless job as well being an official in the national football league but it just kills me sometimes you all you want to do <laughs> is be on tv do x y and z and then in the critical moments when you should make the call you don't so anyways neither yeah. here nor there let's move it forward because we did get official word michael we expected this we talked about it yesterday but that anthony richardson is going to go ahead and have season ending shoulder surgery jim ursay the team owner on x today making the announcement official and did add that they anticipate a full recovery said there's no doubt Anthony has a promising future and in the meantime he loves the fight of this team and is excited for the opportunity they have ahead of them that starts this week in Cleveland where Indy is getting two points against the Browns and another thing we talked about yesterday so Gardner Minshew is going to be on this side who's going to be on the other still TBD with Deshaun Watson but Michael he is expected to talk to media today which I think is as we look on our screen move the line a little bit here anticipating Deshaun Watson might play the Browns are three-point favorite right now 
Well, that was going down. This morning when I got up, it was one and a half. It was two and one and a half somewhere, and now it's moving in the other direction. And I didn't understand it. I had heard a lot of the 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 a lot of money was coming in on Indy. I didn't know. I don't really understand that because how is Indy going to move the ball? When you watch Indy play Jacksonville last week, it really wasn't a complicated game plan for Mike Caldwell and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Played press man coverage on these receivers. They can't separate. Alex Pierce is hurt. Whether he can play or not, I don't know. But he's one of the few guys on the Colts that can make plays. So the receivers are not great there. Michael Pittman, all those guys. And then they played a front, which makes it almost impossible to run the ball on. So they take away the run game, take play tight man-to-man, and you pressure Minshew inside. How is he going to move the ball against a defense that has given up 52 first downs? Think about that. The, the, the Browns have only given up 52 first downs all season. All year, six games, 52 first downs. They've got three corners that can cover man-to-man. They have no problem. There's no issues in terms of what the Browns do from a scheme standpoint. It's not complicated. They lock you. They play bump, run, press, and they get after your quarterback. I mean, I think the under's in play here, certainly. What's it, at 40 and a half? 41 uh, 41 in some shops. You know, but I, I just don't know how Indy scores because in these games, Minshew tends to play smaller. Yeah, and you said yesterday, too, that not only in terms of this game, but the rest of the way with Gardner Minshew, the warts that this team has aren't going to be as easy to be masked and covered up as they would be when you have Anthony Richardson in there. So uh, updated season win total as well to that end, seven and a half. The over is juiced to the minus 140. Um, Jalen Hurts, we know, is coming off a three interception performance this past weekend. Michael Butt getting a little extra depth and help in that wide receiver room, it appears. As I was walking to the car after we got in the off the air yesterday, Julio Jones signed a one year deal with the Eagles. That one, that was a head scratcher for me. I, I didn't get that one, Stormy. I like, I like when I watch the Eagles on tape. Um, a receiver isn't kind of what jumps out to me that they may need, right? Like I didn't see that. Now I think they need a backup right tackle because if Lane Lane Johnson doesn't play, they're mm-hmm. not as good as a football team. So I don't know how that really is all going to translate. You know how? Because the last time we saw we saw Julio was in Tennessee and he wasn't playing and he had no juice in his lower body. Now, maybe the time off and all that, it's going to help him. But look, I mean, you're going to, why would we throw the ball to anybody but AJ Brown? Why would we throw it to anybody but Smith or Goddard? Like, I mean, those are the three leading receivers on the team. Like, why are we throwing it to anybody other than those three? Seriously, why would we? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like when you look at Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta's the funniest team of all, and it relates to this conversation as well. Like Atlanta, I mean, Bijan Robinson averages five yards a carry. Algier averaged three, two. They both, Algier has 75 carries, Robinson has 80. Like at some point after six games, you say, I'm, I'm not giving the ball to Algier anymore. That's it. I'm done. Like Robinson's going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in Philly. Like why would we give the ball to anybody but those three guys I just mentioned? Yeah, and I mean, with Julio Jones, fourth team in the last four years, he is a Hall of Fame wide receiver, but and doesn't have the same juice that he once did now at 34 years old. But that said, I, I, I understand from maybe just a leadership standpoint, like A.J. Brown, 26 years old, maybe just bringing in a veteran presence, one last shot for him to try to give it his all and get a Super Bowl under his belt. I, I don't know if there were, like you said off the top, there were probably other things they could have gone and get, but... I mean, as cheap as Julio Jones is just to add a veteran leadership presence, I don't 
mind it. It's not anything that that moves the needle for me, but it's not something that like bothers me by any means, I wouldn't say. Yeah, no. I mean, I think with the, when they put them on practice, right? So I put them on practice, what they're saying to you is they're going to look. They're kicking the tires, basically. There's no commitment here that he's on the team. Right. You know, they're going to kick the tires and see how he holds up. Can he stay healthy? I think that's the first question you got to ask yourself. Can he stay healthy? Yeah, the PCL last year, of course, the lingering hamstring injuries that he's dealt with. So certainly things to keep on. What does he have left in the tank from a health standpoint? Also, speaking of injuries, before we go to the break, the Eagles are facing the Miami Dolphins this week. And Jalen Ramsey Mm -hmm. watch is over his 21 day window opening. He's expected to be back on the practice field today for the Miami Dolphins and for a defense that, Michael, we've said that's kind of been the one thing that's maybe holding them back as a contender because of how high flying that offense is. That'd be a good get to have him back. Yeah, it really would be. They need him back. I mean, Xavier Howard's hurt again. So, you know, he's got some issues. He can't, hasn't really come. They don't really have a pure cover guy in their secondary. They need him back badly. Regardless, he's not going to play this Sunday in that game against Philadelphia. Not going to try to rush him back, but should be back sooner rather than later, which is a big boost to that defense. More injuries to come, including a certain New York Jets player. Might not be the one you think, though. We'll discuss when we return. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Basketball season is ready to tip off, and the VEASAN experts have been hard at work tracking the latest player moves to help you bet smarter. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get our all-new NBA betting guide featuring up-to-date previews on all 30 teams, futures and year-long player props, best bets on player awards like Rookie of the Year, live betting strategies, plus strategy and advice on building your own NBA betting model from senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN NBA betting guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You can do so at vcin.com slash subscribe. And Michael, thank goodness that Philadelphia, that y'all have the Phillies right now and how crazy that has been because between the Eagles losing their first game, oh my goodness, and the 76ers and James Harden not showing up, Michael. They, there could be chaos, but there's not because the Phillies are on just, an, they're just an absolute steamroller right now. Houston resting comfortably, yes, because he wants to be traded to the lake to the tra- Chargers. I mean, to the Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. So everything's fine. Don't worry. Ugh. Have you ever seen a franchise that have more players quit on them than the 76ers? <laughs> Seriously. Well, like I said, I, I'm, I've said it every day this week. I'm not going to force you to go down that tunnel, but every day I see new James Harden news. I have to bring it up at least once. But don't worry. We'll go back to the NFL here. We were talking yesterday a little bit as well, Michael, about some three and three teams. And I asked you if you thought the Saints were the worst of the three and three teams. You said no. You said it is the Washington Commanders. So that made me naturally want to break down all of the three and three teams and see if we're buying or selling. (laughs) So let's start with those Washington Commanders, because based on that sentiment, I already know that you're selling, but I'll bring it up anyways. Their season win total updated is seven and a half. Buying or selling them getting over that number. What do we think? They're going to be up. Initially, I thought they could get over. I misjudged their ability to play defense. I'm selling. Their defense is horrendous. They're horrendous. I mean, first of all, Hal gets sacked 13.7% of the time, 34 sacks in six games. They won't run the ball, you know, and they're 13th in yards per attempt rushing. So it isn't like they can't run it. They just don't run it. And their quarterback's going to get killed. I'm selling. Selling, and I don't blame you. Now, you said the Saints are not the worst. They could be close to the next worst, maybe. Three and three, their season updated win total, nine and a half. Can we, like... We said that they were going to be the best team in this division, and that has not played out to this point. Well, we said that based on Carr playing half decent, and that hasn't held up his end of the deal. I'm selling this. There's no chance they're going to go to nine. Losing the way they did to Houston was inexcusable. You know, and I'm not saying that because I took Houston. I mean, I took the the, the Saints, but they outgained them. They did everything except put the ball in the end zone. And the quarter, they have nobody to blame but your quarterback. I don't know if he's going to stay healthy either. This game is going to be hard mm-hmm. because both tackles are going to miss the game and the backup tackle. Good luck. And he's dealing with a chest and that shoulder injury that's been lingering in the last couple of weeks. Speaking of health, that is always what it comes down to, it seems like, the last couple of years with the Los Angeles Rams. Buying or selling L.A. as a 3-3 three and three team? I'm going to buy them uh, and with a caveat. They, uh, you know, they got to Stafford has to stay healthy. Stafford and Aaron Donald have to stay healthy. People will put cup in there. They've already proven they can play without cup, right? They've proven that they can't win without Stafford and they can't win without Donald. I'll buy them. Plus one fifteen for LA to make the playoffs. Their updated season win total eight and a half. Also speaking to injuries, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reporting earlier that Kyron Williams is at least expected to miss a couple weeks, but should be on track after the week 10 bye. So something that we'll have to keep an eye on. They signed a couple other depth running backs, uh, Daryl Henderson, Miles Gaskin moving up in that standpoint, but sinks they're going to be without their lead back for the next month. 
Yeah. I mean, they're they always seem to have some kind of injury, but at least, you know, they're going to need to get like, they're going to need to get the running game going here. I mean, that's going to be the, the problem. Can they get that done? I don't know. How about the Atlanta Falcons? Also three and three. Um, finally getting some other guys involved in the passing game. I know people are all big mm. mad at Desmond Ritter and the interceptions, but you feel he's improving. Are we buying or selling Atlanta? I'm going to buy Atlanta. And look, they're really good on third down. They don't turn the ball over with their defense. They've only had four turnovers created all year. Uh, they've turned the ball over with their offense because they're throwing it more. They've averaged 225 yards passing the last two weeks. Everybody said, well, we got to get them to throw the football. Well, you know, the problem is sometimes he makes mistakes, as young quarterbacks often do. Look, they've got to just settle on. We're going to get the ball to Robinson. We've got to get the ball to London and Pitts. We've got to make those guys be the guys that make the most plays on our team. And then we've got to create some pressure with our defense. I think that's been the biggest concern. Let's go to the AFC. We talked earlier in the show already about the New York Jets. And, of course, they – get their a big win over the Philadelphia Eagles this past week. I was impressed by the Jets without their top three corners. They come away with three interceptions, four turnovers total forced on the day. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say Zach Wilson is playing well, but he's not playing bad. He didn't cost the Eagles. He didn't cost the Jets the game the last two weeks, one, two in a row buying or selling as they go into the buy. Mm, I'm going to sell. I mean, they couldn't beat the Patriots. Seriously. You couldn't beat the Patriots. <laughs> well, Michael, I mean, real, real quickly, especially because Robert Sala said in that post-game press conference that we've played a number of good quarterbacks and we've embarrassed them. Well, obviously you didn't embarrass Dak Prescott and you let Mac yeah. Jones beat you. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. And then, you know, everybody's now they're back to being a great defense again, you know, I mean, cause they beat the Eagles. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not going down that road. I'm just not. The one thing that, I will say in defense of the New York Jets, though, Michael, is that if you would have told me going into the season that Zach Wilson yes. going up against Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts on the other side, there's nine interceptions combined in those games. How many would you guess that the Zach Wilson had of those nine? Just like going into the year, five or six, right? Five or six. I would yeah, say, exactly. Probably one, one. So yeah. Pretty, pretty remarkable, I think, from that standpoint. Um, let's keep it going. The Cincinnati Bengals at three and three. They are typically slow starters. Joe Burrow looking healthier, buying or selling? I, I would buy them. They, they improved defensively. They rushed the passer really well last week, which saved the game for them. I mean, look, they won the game in the red zone because they got stops in the red zone. I'll buy them for right now. To make the playoffs plus 140, their season win total sitting eight and a half, juice minus 150 to the over, half game out of first in that AFC North, which we were talking about yesterday. Seems like all the wild cards in the AFC are going to come from that division, the way that they've been playing. <laughs> the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud has been phenomenal. The defense under D'Amico Ryan seems to be waking up. They have been playing some good football at three and three. Season win total updated eight and a half, juice to the over. Are we buying or selling? Is this for real? I'm buying. I'm. I'm buying them hard. I'll double down and buy them. Look, they're good in the kicking game. They're better on defense, and their offensive line, which was a mess, pretty much most of the season because of all the, because of all the, the injuries that they had. I think they're playing really well, and Stroud has not missed a beat. He's been great. So I'm definitely buying them. We were talking a week ago on Why Not Wednesday about whether or not we should back the Houston Texans to win the division. It was plus 475 then, plus 275 now. The things have 
certainly change. The betting market seems to agree with our thought process that Houston is turning things around. The Indianapolis Colts, we talked about how Anthony Richardson officially lost for the season. And with Gardner Minshew in at quarterback, it's harder to cover up some of the other glaring issues that this team has. I assume you're selling on them as a three and three team. Their win total seven no and a half. No chance you're getting me to buy them. Not, not, not with Gardner. No, I mean, once you, you know, Gardner may have a good game here and a good game there, but there's too many times where he plays small. This week against Cleveland, I, I don't understand why people are in love with the Colts this week against the Browns. Look, P.J. Walker is not a great player. He threw two interceptions last week. They ran for 160 yards against the 49ers. You don't think the Browns are going to be able to run the ball against, against the Indianapolis Colts? I mean, you know, I, I think they can win with their defense. The Browns have proven that. Look, here's how good San Francisco, here's how good Cleveland is on defense. They've only allowed one quarterback to throw for 200 yards, and that was Kenny Pickett. And in that 200 yards was a 71-yard reception. Think about that, Stormy. Yeah. They played six games, and you can't throw the ball. People are throwing the ball. Like, how are the Colts going to move the ball on them? Hard to argue the Cleveland Browns' best defense in the league right now. And I imagine some of that betting sentiment is going to change if Deshaun Watson ends up playing. Again, he is speaking to the media at some point today. Last one here, the Las Vegas Raiders. They are 3-3, three and three, updated win total, 7.5. Injury, can, I know I know it's tough. It's I have tough. to buy them. I, I mean, Millie's listening to the show. I have to buy them. So... Yeah, I will. I'll buy them. Here, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy them. I'll at least follow up with the question, what's your level of concern with Jimmy Garoppolo? Because it's always the injury factor that's the question. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. I hold my breath every time he gets hit. I feel badly, you know? I mean, they've played they've played six games. They've won three games when they've only turned the ball over once. They've lost three games when they've turned it over three times. They've yet to play a game where they haven't turned it over. <laughs> they've yet to play a game where they haven't turned it over. So for me, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what will happen this week. I haven't seen the medical report, and certainly my son's not telling me. He's cut off all communications with the family, and since Sienna can't really talk, I can't get anything out of her. <laughs> so eventually she will tell me, but right now her language is not very good. She can point her finger better than anybody, but, I mean, I think it'll be, if it's not Garoppolo, it'll be Aiden O'Connell. Yep. We are waiting with bated breath for Sienna to get the vocab down so we can get some of the inside information. But, yep, that is one that we'll have to keep an eye on as well. Jimmy Garoppolo dealing with a back injury. We will look at some of the biggest betting splits and disparities for this week's action. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. With all four major sports in action, there's no better time of year to be a sports better. And with our new sports Equinox special, there's no better time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now, get full access to VEASAN Pro and everything we do through May 1st for just $120, including daily best bets, unlimited access to our betting splits, plus exclusive betting content for all things MLB playoffs, college football, the rest of the NFL season. March Madness will be here before you know it. The NBA and NHL regular seasons, as well as the draft. Don't miss this limited time offer visit vcin.com slash subscribe to sign up now this is the lombardi line alongside michael lombardi stormy bond and tony with you and it's time for lombardi's list breaking down according to michael's power ratings the top five and bottom five teams in the nfl and i think coming off of this past week michael i'm very curious to see what you have here because we had some wonky performances that i'm sure have moved around your numbers a little bit here and for the past two weeks it's been the san francisco for 49ers on top they suffer their first loss of the season are they still there are they still number one yeah you know that because look they didn't really play a bad game I mean they're a kick away from being undefeated if Moody makes the kick so yeah they did Buffalo's numbers are going to start to go down based on what they gave up offensively Kansas City's really gets carried by their defense more than their offense but their offense is still really effective and Detroit, Baltimore moves in there because I think Baltimore's starting to play better. Baltimore's healthy now, too. And then Detroit and Philly are really tied for fifth place because Philly, you know, didn't play well last week. Detroit's numbers have increasingly gone up, up, up on both sides of the ball. So to me, those are the six best teams. Put them in five clusters. They're the same. I didn't have Baltimore as a team likely to make the playoff, likely to make the Super Bowl. Remember when I mm-hmm. did that list? But I think these other five are right there. So what needs to happen for the Ravens to start punching it in the red zone? One of six in the red zone in London this past week, settling for field goals left and right, which, hey, they got the points on the board. But you you look at that that total for the game specifically, it falls under. Should have been a no sweat over based on how many times that they were in scoring position. What needs to change for them to get there and continue to rise in your numbers? You know, I think what what really has to happen is they've got to stay healthy, right? I mean, I think that's really important. They've got to stay healthy and, you know, they can't keep their offensive line wasn't good earlier in the year because of health reasons. I think if they do that and the way Lamar's throwing the football and getting it to the skill, I think they're going to be really good. 
look, they've got to they've got to be able to run the football because that's what they do, and they can run the football. But for me, uh, you know, I think ultimately what it comes down to is their health. Can they stay healthy and can they rush the pass? I think Clowney's actually played really well for him. I mean, he's come in and played really well for him. So I think that's great. But for me, I think they ultimately got to stay healthy. Lamar's got to continue to play as well as he can play. And a tough game this weekend against a Lions team that's also in your top that we were just talking about in the Survivor, like whether or not I, I or anyone would be willing to take a risk on an underdog in Detroit in this spot. Like, what do you make of that number sitting three this weekend for Baltimore? You know, I was surprised it was a little bit, you know, it was three. I thought it might be, you know, under three, to be honest with you. I thought it might go there. But I think there's so much love for Detroit in the marketplace. Plus, I mean, when you sit there and the fans read that Jared Goff is one of the most profitable players against the split, and so is the Lions. They're one of the most profitable teams since 2000 against the split. So uh, against the spread. So I think ultimately, you know, that's what gives a lot. But second road game for Detroit, no running back. This is what really keeps me away from Detroit in the game is without Montgomery, and maybe they'll have Gibbs, maybe they won't. I think that's a little problematic, but I do like Detroit's team, whatever happens here. Yeah, I believe the expectation is that they should get Gibbs back. Montgomery going to be out for a little bit, according to Dan Campbell, with a rib injury. So something to keep tabs on because he has been excellent for Detroit to start the year. Let's go from the top five now to the bottom of the barrel. Michael, who are your bottom five this week? Well, my bottom five is pretty much the same. I mean, when you go through it, Arizona is the one of the, you know, Arizona, Chicago, they moved up a little bit. Uh, Carolina is always kind of going to be teetering around there, the Giants, and then, of course, the Broncos. With, you know, the Broncos just can't get anything going. When they think they're going to get something going offensively, they've had chances to win some games. I mean, let's be clear here. I mean, they got to, you know, they're, they're playing Kansas City as well as you could play. As bad as they are on defense, they played Kansas City as good as they can. They just make too many mistakes at the wrong time, and, you know, they turn the ball over. I mean, that's a 24-20. Everybody's loving the Jets, right? It's a 24-21 game, and Denver's got the ball, and they could tie the game up on a drive. And, of course, Russell fumbles it, and next thing you know, it's over. Yeah, they've been mistake-prone for sure. The Jets, who you mentioned, move off of your list. They were previously in the bottom five, but coming off a win over the Philadelphia Eagles and the turnovers that they were able to force against Jalen Hurts, I'm sure helped boost their numbers to an extent. What, they're not in the bottom five, which surprised me a little bit. Where are the Patriots? They're right there. They're right above it. They're, they're, I think they're 24th. Okay. They're, you know, they're, they're not good at all. I mean, look, none of these teams, there's so many teams, I think, when you break it down, Stormy, and you look at the bottom, I mean, that's why I wrote the column last week. Like, there's very few teams that really have Super Bowl qualities to them. I mean, but when you go down the bottom, I mean, New England, Las Vegas, Tennessee, Washington, Atlanta, Indianapolis, the Chargers even, New Orleans, Green Bay, the Jets. Do you think any of those teams can win a Super Bowl? Michael, of course not. is this like, and granted, like we have a couple teams at the top that you feel pretty confident in, right? But it's still not like what we've seen in years past where you have a team that just feels like they are on a collision course and they're going to be there in the Super Bowl. It just has that feel the entire year. I don't think there's any team maybe other than San Francisco and it was a good thing that they got tripped up early to have that off their back the rest of the year, right? Maybe them. 
But other than that, still kind of a question mark. I feel like there are a lot of bad teams in the NFL right now, like more so than I remember in recent history. And, and what, and really it's highlighted by bad quarterbacking play. You want to know why teams can't score in the red zone? Watch the quarterbacking play, you know, and they're not giving the receivers a chance to make a play. You know, they, they, they don't make throws in the red zone to get up to them. I mean, that's really what it is. We're getting a lot of bad quarterbacking play in the NFL. I mean, a lot of it. And that gives you no chance to win. And, you know, a team that even has a good offensive coach is struggling to get good quarterbacking play. So it, I think it's really just there's such a disparity between good coaching and bad coaching or good quarterbacking. It's really hard. The Carolina Panthers, the lone winless team so far here in the National Football League, there is a prop 17 to one for them to go winless the rest of the way. Do you think that's possible? Or are they going to sneak a couple no. in? I've often said to you when I was at the Raiders and in 06 we won two games with the worst team in the history of football there's no way they can't win games there's no way as hard as it is to you go know, undefeated it's just as hard to go it's defeated it's even harder to not not just kind of milk your way into one somehow some way kind of luck your way into a one win so yeah I, I don't see how it's even remotely possible to not win a game I know the Lions would tested Rod Marinelli's Lions would argue with that but you got to be really bad to do that <laughs> but there. look, Carolina, Carolina, it's going to be interesting what Thomas Brown does with this play calling because they're not as bad as you think they are, but they're just so bad in the offensive line. And, and the quarterback, again, he gets killed. I, I think a lot of our problem in the, N, in the NFL today is there's no respect for protections. No one's taking care of the quarterback. No one's taking care of the quarterback. And when you manage the quarterback, like – for example, the other night, you could just tell that the Green Bay Raider game, I thought, was the perfect indication of what I'm talking about. Both head coaches were getting killed, were getting killed for their play calling and all that. Really, what both coaches were trying to do was not let their quarterbacks beat them. That's what they were trying to do. See, it's easy for us to sit there and say, you got to be more aggressive. you got to go after it. That's what everybody said about Desmond Ritter. Now they want him benched. Right now they want them benched. So it's like, what do you want to do? You, you know, so I think a lot of times teams are conservative because they want, they don't want their quarterback to hurt them. And if you're the Raiders, you've lost three, you've lost three games because you had three turnovers and the games you've won, you only committed one turnover in each of those games. So you, you're just a turnover machine. You're trying to limit your turnovers. Yeah, there's a longer list of untrustworthy quarterbacks in the NFL than there are the ones that you feel very, very calm and confident in in a lot of those moments. Yeah, it's funny when I sit there and say, when people say, that I can't bet that quarterback. Wait, wait a minute, you, you can't bet that quarterback, but you're going to bet that one? Like, like, you know, I can't bet P.J. Walker. Well, you're going to bet, you're going to bet somebody else? You're going to bet Gardner Minshew? Uh. Yeah. Are you going to go bet him? I mean, you saw what happened last week when you bet him. Now, sometimes guys play good against bad defenses. You can't let that lure you into sleeping. I mean, but you have to be real. Like, who is good? What's so mind-boggling to me is that there's only 32 of these jobs, right? There's only 32 starting quarterback jobs in the country, in the world, in the NFL. And yet this is the caliber that we get for half of them this, it, it's Crazy. really it, it really goes back to it's it's almost it's such an instinctive position yep. it's not a it's not the most talented player plays quarterback 
it's an instinctive position and it's hard. Well, we have a talented guest, Harry Gagnon, yes. former sportsbook supervisor. He's going to join us next. Get ready for the cartoon, ladies and gents. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.